What's up, guys? It is your girl, Sarah from Sarah Styles here. Welcome to Wednesday. Once a month, I meet with Chris from Daily Refinement. So welcome, Chris. Um, we're kind of doing a mentorship. He's mentoring me. So we're going to talk about my last week, last month, um, and then set some goals for this coming month. Thank you so much for joining. Chris, how has your month been? Awesome. Amazing. Had my one-year wedding anniversary, and I just... I had like maybe my best month ever. So life is good. Oh, that's amazing. On just all together business or on reselling and everything, reselling, YouTube, um, my group, everything is like just firing on all cylinders. I, I learned something interesting, which was everything should take as long as it needs to take. And that just blew my mind. I was thinking, okay, like eBay listing as long as it takes and no more. Right. So just, that's really just been a, a really good concept for me. Um, which is kind of hard for me because I don't have patience, as you've learned. <laughs> I want it all and I want it now. Um, but we do have Duncan has a question while we um maybe before we dive into my stuff. Hi, Chris. Hey Sarah. Was eBay doing maintenance over the last weekend? There is a complete drop off of sales for several days. How to combat sales during drop off sales drop off if you're already listing more question mark. That's a great question. Um, so the way I look at it is that eBay doesn't really tell you about these like rolling blackouts or service disruptions. I don't know, to be honest, why they do this. It's impossible to plan a business, really. I've been on eBay now for three years, and the the actual statistics for traffic coming in is very variable. Even for people who have the same listings, the same structure, the same way doing things, stuff comes up. Like as an example, um, my store was on vacation mode, even though I, I didn't put it on vacation mode. I don't know how that happened. So, oh so I went to my settings in my store, and that these vacation mode setting was turned off. So that wasn't on. But after I did that, my sales increased. Right. But that's that's like anecdotal. Like, why would that actually work? But like, there's there's things that can happen to your store where the traffic just doesn't show up as normal. Um, that being said, you know, I just talked to a lady reached out to me and told me that she managed 27 retail stores, um, and she said this is normal. It's just like normal in a sense that sometimes a store will be killing it, and there'll be two days where no one goes. So in the regular retail world, it's normal. In the digital world, it's also normal, but you would it just seems like it shouldn't be normal online because the traffic should be similar. So, so I, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and I think it's hard. I mean, it's hard when you see two days of a drop-off. I tend to while internally I'm freaking out a bit, but I tend to say, okay, it's only two days. Like grand scheme of things, how are things doing at a higher level, weekly basis? or monthly basis. Um, but my sales this month have not been great on eBay. And that's something that I wanted to talk to you about as well. And I think Duncan can lead right into that. Um, I and I I like to show visualize people. So I am going to share my screenshot so people can see where I'm pulling this from on eBay. Um, but so this is if you go to performance and then traffic, you can see my impressions are up. So I'm getting, you know, more visibility on eBay, right? But then my page views are down and my sales are down. So I'm interested to hear 
you know, if you were to see this in your store, kind of what you're thinking when you would see this and things that you would maybe do um, to work on it. Okay. So tr year over year, I'm up. But looking at, at your statistics right here, this is a little scary because you have, you're down 30% in the quantity of items sold, but your mm -hmm. traffic went up. That's very unusual. So I'm actually going to look at your store after this call and try to get a better idea to see if there's anything obvious. But how many total items do you have in your store? Um, I'm I'm right around. I can look. Um, I think it's like 900-ish listings, close to a thousand quantity. Yeah, so 974 quantity and then 8 887 listings. So before you switch off. Yeah, yeah. The magic number that I've found where stuff starts to become a little more stable is 75K listed. So you're at 38,000 listed. I found for me personally, things started to get really predictable after 75,000. So good. I, I know it's a long way to go, but I'm just saying. Yeah. I was thinking uh, like a thousand yeah. listings. I had for some reason in my mind, I was like, once I get to a thousand, it'll. Um, but I'm kind of with you too, like looking at the numbers and I'll go back so people can see what we're referring to. Um, the impressions being up is good, but then page views being down kind of had me in a pickle too. Cause usually I'm like, okay, you know, to me that means people are not going to my page. I'm having views on eBay in general, you know, like they're getting seen, but then people aren't necessarily going into my store. Um, so, I mean, my first thought, you know, is SEOs, pictures, and then I was thinking price. And that's where I was going to go down that path after I talked to you. Um, my thinking is price, the comps are going down as the economy is kind of going down and the market's getting kind of oversaturated and you're getting a lot more resellers on the market and maybe my comps, I don't go in and change my prices. So maybe my prices are kind of a bit higher than they should be compared to the market right now that's that's where i was going to go with it but i'm definitely interested if you had other thoughts so this is this is a good question because when i started ebay in 2017 there were 1 billion listings that's a lot and now just three years later there's 1.5 billion listings so the number of things for sale is up a lot so i'm i, I definitely the number of resellers is up and definitely the number of people who shop on ebay is up and according to me working with two drop shipping companies, most of the stuff on eBay is under $12. Yeah. So I don't know is, I don't know where the majority of the sales are on the platform as far as like, since we're not playing in the under $12 category of the what's left of the higher end stuff, what does it look like? Does it look like a lot of people with big stores that are only selling five, 6% of their stuff? You had you sold sixty ish items out of nine hundred. Is that right? Yeah, and that's only eBay. We can look at my total sales for the month. That's right, but that seems like like that's um, the average would have been forty five. So five percent of clothing. So yeah, so I'm higher than normal, but like for compared to myself, no, I'm, you're higher than average, but but you're you're an overachiever. You're way above. You're way above the median. Don't worry. Hey, yeah. but so so in the past, so you can see my sell through rate, right? In the past, I've been closer to that fifteen or twenty, yeah. and I'm definitely mm -hmm. down. Um, and a big driver is going to be eBay. Um, how is how's Posh? Yeah, so Posh is down. This is year over year. So Posh is down about $800. Um, Posh, Posh is down from last year. Posh 
from month over a month has been pretty consistent to me. So I think the big driver is definitely eBay. Um, How, so we're, okay. yeah, go ahead. Did last year, did you do eBay? No. Okay. Um, so I don't have comparison year over year for eBay. Got it. Hmm. So, um, how has Posh been for you, let's say, in the last quarter? Um, Posh is always fairly consistent. I'm right around $2,000 a month, um, give or take. Okay. This month it was a little down. I'm closer to, I think it was like $1,700. Um, but, you know, $300 you're talking. But relatively predictable for you. Yeah. Okay. And this is the first. When did you start eBay? Um, I mean, I started eBay in like legitimately started, I think it was November of last year. Um, but I didn't start getting like consistent sales until we started working together in May. Okay. Um, not a huge, I mean, okay, let me back up for a second. How many new listings happened in August? Um, let's look. Oh, sorry. Did I lose you? No, I'm here. Oh, my screen went blank. Okay. Um, as long as you guys can see, <laughs> can't see you. You can see me new listings. Um, I did decrease my listings a little bit, but it was still 261. So I'm still okay. cranking out listings. It's like, that's strong. So let's back up for a second. What is like your amount of time that you have each week for eBay and reselling? Um, right now I'm, I mean, the kids have been in school for about a month or for about a week and I'm mm -hmm. getting in roughly like 10 hours a week. Um, okay. and it's been fairly consistent. I got way ahead in pictures. Um, that's why I'm able to maintain that right now. We'll see how it goes. And then talk to me about like, you have more on your plate now, I'm assuming since you're trying to do school. Yes. Yeah. So the school day is, or the day is the majority of it is spent um, with a three and a five-year-old teaching them and making sure the three-year-old is not interrupting the five-year-old and where before they would play for quite a few hours in the day and I'd be able to get some work done. Um, now I have to mainly, so my hours are definitely less, but this has only been in the past week that my hours have been less and I've still been able to maintain the same level of activity because I had, like, I have drafts ready. I had, like, I've been prepped ahead. That's that really smart. Yeah, you have a little bit of a, a bank of listings yeah. to do. Right. Um, go ahead. I did have another. I did go over to manage payments this um, on, I think it was probably two weeks ago now, last Friday. Um, and that definitely I started to see a decrease there. The day I went over was the first day in months that I've had a zero sale day on eBay. And since then, I've had multiple zero sale days on eBay. That's and I haven't thing. had a zero sale day since we started working together in May. Wow. You know, I think it's pretty safe to say that eBay has droughts. Mm -hmm. You know, I don't really know what how else to explain it, especially on newer accounts. So I wonder if you get a little bit of a beginner bonus to give you guys a little bit of a bump in the beginning. Um, but it's that's that's disheartening having a, a blank day. That especially with that many items in your store, that should not happen. Mm -mm. And multiples. And I hadn't had until we started working together, I was having sales every day. Um, and I've had probably th at least three zero sale days. What about Duncan is mentioning um, you're not having free shipping or, or what is the what, what is your your strategy these days? 
Yeah. Um, so that was something I was going to ask if I should change that to, um, so I got rid of free shipping. What month are we in? September, August. So July, I got rid of free shipping. Um, I did like half and half in July. So I did free shipping still on things that were under a pound and then like boots and purses and stuff. I put free shipping, I, I put shipping on. And then in, no, that was in June. In July, <laughs> July, I got rid of free shipping. Um, and July was my best month, but I got rid of free shipping and I still have promoted listings at trending. I have not changed anything in August. Um, I was keeping status quo minus I went from 10 listings a day to seven and then manage payments. Those are the only two things that variables. Hmm. Yeah. Well, manage payments is I took a huge hit when manage payments happened, but it's back to normal. That was, I went to manage payments on the 2nd of August. So it was a yeah. bit of a funk for maybe 10 days. I don't know what's going on in the back end. In fact, I don't know, actually. This is eBay is so random that I'm not really sure. Everyone is doing what they're supposed to do. They're listing consistently. They're great titles, great pictures. Free shipping and free returns is not. It doesn't make me not buy an item. When I see an item on, on eBay, if it's an okay total price, I end up buying it. I don't need it like $20 free shipping and 15 plus five shipping for me. That's the buyer doesn't make me none. Neither of those matter. Right. Yeah. So I'm wondering if, you know, there's some selective visibility. Duncan's mentioning this too. Sometimes mm -hmm. there's no visibility on your items. It's not getting views. And Duncan also mentioned the, um, Duncan mentioned the operative watcher scenario where he prices a little bit higher wait for a while for items to come in and then I'll send them a, an aggressive offer and it, it, it converts. If your items aren't getting views, you can't do that. Right. And I send offers. I send very aggressive offers um, as well, but you have to get the watcher there. Right. So the issue that we're having is I'm getting impressions on eBay, but they're not coming. They're not going further down this store. Um, and the only thing I can think is that my price isn't aggressive enough with or without shipping. And this is what I know you're big on free shipping and I had considered going back to the free shipping because it does get you an extra click in the filter. If someone is filtering for free shipping um, and I don't know, I shop the same way where it's the total price, but I don't know that everybody does the math as they're purchasing items. Do you know what I mean? Like, okay, is this one better than that one and adds the shipping in and stuff. If that so makes sense. I have a question for you. How often on Poshmark do you get a bundle? Um, almost daily or like multiple times a week. I had one yesterday. I, my bundles are like 30 to 50% of my sales. See, this is what I wonder for me recently. The biggest advantage of free shipping has been bundles because on eBay, since there is no bundling feature free, there's no shipping cost when it's free shipping. So I've been getting consistent multiple orders almost every day, two or more items. And those items you, you make a lot more because the, the customer is only you know, just paying one. So it makes me wonder if you can get to the point where your inventory is large enough, you start getting bundles on eBay and Poshmark. Mm -hmm. And that's well, and I get, up. yeah, I mean, I get them on Poshmark because I aggressively go after it. Like every time someone hearts something, I say, Hey, blah, blah. You know, I have this whole little script. I've done it on eBay, but not as consistently. Um, it's not as easy to do on eBay. Like once someone's already purchases something, I've sent them yeah. something, but you can't, 
you can't aggressively pursue them because um, I don't think people watch items and then you don't know who it is, right? Like I can't go after someone who watched them. That's right. Like I would on Posh. I also want to point out, Duncan just said for views, I use social media, Pinterest, et cetera. I mean, this, I'm, I've, I'm having like a lot of different kinds of things happen. Like as an example, I started garage selling again. So now I'm doing three to five hours on Saturday trying to get the best items I can. That's normally something that I wouldn't do. But those items are, I think, the reason why my store is on fire. Because those items are not only on social media, people are buying them from my audience, but also they're not things I would normally sell. And since I don't have that much space for hard goods, I'm really just buying the best stuff. And I've been buying stuff. Like, I can't believe I sold the treadmill. That blows my mind. I saw I, that. I saw the treadmill. <laughs> yeah. I sold all this furniture, and I'm just like, this is this is not my YouTube audience. This is just people that are buying furniture locally, local pickup. And I'm just thinking, it's amazing. Something you know, it's really blowing my mind now that a few hours of local sales um, have brought in some stuff, new stuff into my store. And then plus, like Duncan was saying, I'm not doing. Um, I'm also doing social media, like my YouTube channel has $4,000 in eBay sales. That's a lot. Yeah. So yeah. there's all, there's different me. It's like, I don't even know if you can rely on eBay for consistent traffic over the course of like, it's, I'm sorry, it's not consistent daily. Maybe over the course of a month, you can expect something, but there's day, these drought days. There's a guy that emailed me with 3,500 items. He blinked. How is, how with 3,500 items he blinked? Yeah. But that's like for impossible. a day, I mean, every once in a while, like things yeah. happen. And that's where like when you, you know, a day here, like one sale day, one zero sale day, I was like, okay, whatever. But now like it, it's starting to kind of become a trend. Things are definitely going down. But as you were talking, I was thinking um, in July, I was doing a lot more consignment for my brother-in-law, um, which was more hard goods and electronics, which sells better right now. Right. So that could also be contributing to it a little bit. Um, Duncan's asking about repeat buyers. I mean, yes, I'm relying on eBay and the one-time buyers. I don't really have, I mean, I'm open to strategies that um, to try and get multiple buyers. Um, I don't, and I know I've talked with Duncan in the past about sending a note every time you have a buyer. Um, I'm scaling, I have 10 hours a week. And if that's where I think my time will be best, I mean, should I be doing that instead of listing? <laughs> right? Like, I only have so much time. Oh, you're on mute. Did I mute you? No. Do you have Buffalo Exchange or those kinds of stores in Colorado? Um. Yes. Okay. So those stores where you can go sell stuff? Mm -hmm. I had a lady that applied to work in my store because I'm looking for another manager here. And she started one of those stores in Chicago where... They set up all the, so she knows like everything about style and fashion. She's an expert. So she went into my store and said, your sell-through rate is being hurt because you don't have a brand. This is something that Duncan was mentioning too. Like if you don't have repeat, repeat buyers. And if you look at some popular influencers, like let's say the posh hanger or amazing taste, their taste is their store. So people come back to the store to buy the same types of items. I think that's really important now more than ever. So she was thinking about going through my store and revamping it. So it's a certain look like the recycled look or um, whatever, just making it a brand in order to get more people to follow my store. 
and I noticed that I only have like 2,500 followers in my store, which is not very many. Some of these stores that I'm following have 10,000, 20,000 followers in their store. That's strong. That means they're looking for those types of items. So that means over time, each month, each year, your store gets better without you doing more work. And that's mm -hmm. that's a secret here because you're not going to magically get more time. No, you, right? you don't have the yeah. solution for that. Yeah. So <laughs> that means that somehow we need our time needs to be more efficient somehow. Yeah. And I think this goes back to I wanted to touch base on the goals from last month and kind of how those are tracking um, and where to go from that. But one of them was the branding. And I think this goes into that, right? Like branding yourself. Um, it's hard. I feel like my inventory is fairly cohesive. I mean, sometimes I'll buy things just because it sells. Um, I do model my photos for that cohesive look, too. So I think it looks a little bit more boutique -y. But I think working on the branding could also continue to get repeat buyers and get people. I've actually randomly had three Instagram sales this month, which I haven't even marketed. <laughs> like I just posted like, hey, I did this haul and some sales from that. So I think slowly maybe it's getting there, but it is, I mean, you know, it is a lot of work to get the branding working. Yeah, Duncan's saying, I have hundreds of repeat buyers coming back all the time because I can reach out to them. I give them my store link on purchase and ask them to bookmark. Um, and I've done that in the past. Maybe I should. Do you do that, Chris? I don't. I don't. And I, I'm just barely starting to send them a thank you email with the purchase, of, which I would like to do. Like, um, thanks for buying from me. And when you send that thank you email, it goes to their actual email address. Is that a setting? Like you can. No, you have like to Matt, use. You have. I don't have a. Um, it's not a setting. You have to buy software, which I'm not aware of the best software to extract the email. Uh, actually, you can download it from your invoices. But you would have to. It's not like how you can do like automatic feedback. Yeah, it's you can't like send an automatic email. I do. I mean, on all of my packages, I mean, I'm very, I ship very efficiently, but all of my packages, I have a thank you card with my a QR code that goes directly to my information. Um, and I just printed stickers on my Rolo that say, thank you for this purchase. And then I do two QR codes where all they have to do is on their phone and then they can save me as a seller, um, mm -hmm. whether they do it or not. I haven't checked my QR codes. Okay. So it, it I mean, if you want to, if you have a chance to look after this as well, but if you have any other thoughts, um, I was considering putting shipping free shipping back in just to kind of increase that sell through rate again or increasing my promoted listings um my thought process is i do poshmark at a 20 percent and right now my ebay is roughly like 13 percent so i have a seven percent to be you know a margin to be able to compare to my poshmark sales so if i have and can increase some of those sales on ebay and get you know even still that 20 percent, that's what i'm that's what i'm making on poshmark so i don't mind free shipping or promoted listings a little bit more to get more traffic, right? Yeah. Let me think here how it approaches with you. This is cool. You got some momentum with sales from social media because that's something that you build over time. I think as long as like you sold 60 something items, but you listed 200 something items. That's awesome. Your story increased by a huge chunk. As long oh, as yeah, you I think the thing is, as long as you did the, a good job, 
this stuff will sell in the future. What's funny is as I'm going through this month, every time I have those days and I'm like, let me like give these items away for free. I hear your voice in the back of my head. Everything will sell eventually. Like don't discount it. It will all sell eventually. Be patient. Yeah. I, um, this month, um, um, this month I'm going to list more items than I've ever listed before. I should list between four and 5,000 items, which is insane. So my store is at 5,000 items and I'm hoping to get to like seven or 8,000 this month. I'm super stoked and thinking about the, like not discounting the item is such a luxury, right? So I get it. Like the fact that I'm just, I'm okay with it taking, if it's, I'm not worried about it selling fast. That's like a huge um, advantage, I feel like. Yeah. And Well, um, and mine's yeah. just, I don't need, I don't necessarily need it. I think it's just me liking to look at those numbers be higher. Mm -hmm. um, so maybe just be a bit more patient. Be a little bit more patient because I think you did a great job with all that going on in your life. You still listed 200 plus items. Your store grew 200 items this last month. Yeah, that's a oh, huge that's win. I would say in September, what are your, what are your goals? Like, what is the, um, what would you like? When we have this conversation next month, what's going to be a win? That I'm here and not crying. <laughs> Um, it's it's a struggle to do the kids and balances. Um, we're starting to get a routine down. But I, I think, so when we started this, I was in growth mode. I think I'm trying to, I, I, I'm gonna have to bring that down on all ventures. Um, maybe growth, but very slow growth mode or even just maintaining my status quo and um, being able to manage it because my time is less. I did purchase a palette. Um, so I think my big things are I purchased a palette and then I just sent off a box to thread up. So I'm kind of trying to get, cause thread up, if I don't have to list and shit, you know, that could possibly be a source of revenue that I don't necessarily have to spend as much time on. Um, to see. And then also with the palette, I'm trying to get an idea of sourcing, um, having the inventory come to me and not because right now my biggest chunk of time is I do Saturday mornings. And that's normally when I source. And so if I'm not having to source, then I can be spending that time doing other things. So I'm kind of trying to mess with ways to be more efficient with the time. And then hopefully, maybe not in September, but in a couple months, um, very limited reselling time to be able to work more on the branding part of the business. Can we get 300 new listings in September? Oh, Chris. Yeah. I uh, so here's Yeah. But then I my problem I could probably do it in September, but I don't I can't maintain that. Is the problem. I currently have 227 items ready to list. But wow. I have not taken a photo in 2 weeks. So I am ahead, that'll last me, you know, I could do all of those in September, but then come November, I'm not going to be able to maintain that. Dang, do you have, let's see, is there less time in September than August for you to work on this? I think so. Um, yes, because the kids started remote learning the last week of August. So, okay, real quick, how did you get so far ahead? I cranked out a ton of pictures. That's all I did in August. When I had a free second, I was taking pictures. I also, I will note too, I did hire um, a teenage kid to come over and take pictures for me, but she's also in school and she can do like two hours a week. So she's get, she's doing like 20 photos a week. Um, so that'll help me maintain, but I, I can't maintain 300.
hundred listings on twenty items. A week. So I have a I have a little more time. So I want to ask you a few more questions. Let's say, yeah. um, and I this is I think we have already asked you this, but I want to ask you again. Let's say I come over and help you on Saturday, right? And yeah. you have me for eight hours, one day. What am I doing for you? For the business, so for, I can work for any for anything. Yeah. Um, even babysitting. I'm just wondering what would I be doing for, for eight hours? Yeah. Well, my husband's around, so you don't have to do that, but, um, it would probably mostly reselling things because I think the branding is where, when the kids were going back to school, that's where I was going to go with it. Kind of status quo with reselling, um, and then work on some more branding stuff, doing YouTube a bit more Instagram, possibly doing some court, you know, lots of more branding and the digital aspect of my business. That's where. I always spend my time if I didn't have the reselling. But right now, I'm not making money at that, right? As much. Hmm. Because I was going to suggest what Duncan's suggesting, kind of, which is like a mm -hmm. one day situation um, to help you boost maybe even one day a month if that's all you have. Um, I don't know your situation, but it's, it's like it reminds me of this situation with, um, I know I should babysit. I, at least I, thought, I, thought, I have to learn how, how to do that. I know uh, you can come practice on my kids. They're pretty resilient. You, they don't break that easy. Um, <laughs> I, I might break. Uh, um, yeah, yes, you will break. Yes, by the end of the day, I am usually broken for sure. Um, I wanna see like, if you have one day, it reminds me of this gentleman named Sam. Uh, I think he sometimes orders by the truckload. So that only arrives once maybe every quarter because he's has other stuff. He has a full-time job. And the day that it comes, there's like four or five temp people for that day or that weekend and they list as much as they can and they do what they can. Maybe that's sort of like a realistic model for you because you don't know what's going to happen right now. The, the situation that we're in, we don't even know month to month. There might be a vaccine and everything turns back on. I don't know. Oh, that'd be glorious. I'd be- You know what I mean? Pretty glorious. Um, that's going to take a while though. But well, and so, I mean, I think your point is valid. And to Duncan's point, I do have a lister, so I'm not listing anything. I'm taking photos. I'm not doing any of the listings. I release the drafts, but that's it. So I do have a lister. Um, I am a little nervous if something happens to her. <laughs> I won't have time to do it, but as of right now, um, I do have a lister. I mean, I think the inventory coming to me, if this palette works out, that will free up a lot of time and having someone who can do 20 photos a week. And then I can, I mean, I can crank out 30 photos in like an hour and a half. Um, so I can work on that, but it doesn't, that's where I, my mindset coming into this and coming into September is maintaining. And then, because I think I have a main, maintenance level down. So then my free time, free time, would be able to work on some YouTube content or um, other branding aspects of the business instead of growing, you know? So that's what, like when you said 300, like I could do that, but it would be at the sake of branding. So, okay, this is this is out there, but I wanna shoot it. Uh, what, I, what I want ideally is a 400 item a month store, I'm mean, sorry, new going into the store 400 going in and 400 leaving the store. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So 400 is the e equilibrium that we're shooting for. And since eBay is kind of like, I call it the golf of, of e-commerce cause you can do it at any age. You know, if you can get to the point where there's 400 and 400 in 400 going out, you're, you're a talented lady and you've already figured out some supply coming in. That's really the only variable. 
you, you can do the rest of it because it's all process. Yeah. If you can get the 400 coming in, um, I'm hoping I can kind of help you with that because I'm talking to some different liquidation companies and pallet companies and I'm like, okay, you know, some, a part of me wants to help the whole world, but I realize that's not possible. So, so just me. <laughs> so just you. But I'm just thinking yeah. if I can buy enough for a hundred resellers, call it a day, right? Just get a smaller amount because, you know, then I would be happy supplying and we can, we have more buying power instead of yeah, me, right. you know, I, I just feel like sometimes I buy a lot and the person I'm buying from is like, oh, you're a lot. It's in the back shed. It's, you know, the garbage they threw away. That's, that's what I'm getting. And then there's right. somebody. But I really, feel like you buy, yeah, I feel like you buy ginormous, but for these yeah. liquidations. Yeah. Like small. this, this supplier went to the minimum order is 200,000. That was the first order he ever took under 200,000. And it was like 10,000. So it was like, he literally was like the barn that we never use. That's where your stuff is. So it was so such like, a, you know, just different. So I'm just wondering, yeah. what does it look like when you can buy something? Because I've seen lots that are 97% off, which is insane. Mm -hmm. But but they're 200. That's a lot of bought. Like, I don't know how to even do that. Well, and that's where, so I bought, the the palette that I bought was a small palette um, for the place that I purchased. It's, it was only 200 items because I didn't think I could even process 500 items before the end of the winter, right? Like I didn't want to buy a winter palette and then I'm like, okay, and now it's July <laughs> and I, you know, um, and so I started small to kind of get an idea. I didn't want to buy a huge palette and then it'd be a complete dud and that was all my money for, you know, a while. Mm -hmm. So I started with 200 and I'm going to see how it goes. If that goes well then hopefully the income, the source is coming to me. Um, I still like thrifting, but I think that's just going to have to be when I have more time, right? Yeah, thrifting has got to be just for fun. Yeah. Um, it's, it's hard, difficult to scale. I am going to try and do a live sale on YouTube to this weekend. Oh, that's the other thing. If you guys are watching, I'm doing a live sale on YouTube this weekend to um, try and move some of the inventory and see how it works on YouTube without having to list it. So if you guys are watching, um, head on over at 930 on Saturday um, to kind of mold the two and do one extra YouTube video, but then also move some products. So so yeah, I, I um, also want to point this something out that's very cool. So I was talking to Sarah before the chat about growing social media. And Sarah right now is in a time of her life where she's very busy. So she's doing these live conversations, which are fantastic, which means she's essentially serving her existing audience by providing long form content. Right. And this is the same kind of stuff that's going into Sarah's eBay store or Poshmark closet. It's bread and butter quality stuff. It's not going to be viral though. It's not like she posted five Gucci bags, right? That's like, boom, right in your store. That's huge. And it's different though. There's items and I'm going to call them filler. Okay. Mm -hmm. This content I would consider filler content. Now there's three kinds of content trash. You never post that. So trash content, you never put trash into your eBay store either. So trash filler and killer. This is my new thing. Okay. So the killer stuff is very hard. It takes time to find it's expensive, you know, and it's the same thing with content. It takes a long time. It takes maybe a whole day to make one short killer video that brings in a whole new audience. It takes time. So when you're in the in the beginning stages of doing this and a lot of your stuff is filler, you're just sort of maintaining and chugging along. Just build build those killer things over time. And that's what, you know, 
you need to be texting me more about YouTube ideas and store ideas so we can get that super amazing stuff in your store. Cause that's, yeah. that's the killer stuff. No one has problems selling Gucci ever. It's on well, fire. if you can get Gucci in my store. Well, so here's part of the problem because the stuff that I can get is bread and butter and I'm a little nervous that it's mostly like free people and lucky, which will maybe eventually sell, but it's also very saturated, right? Definitely bread and butter, but it filler type stuff. Um, I'm with you on the killer. And that goes back to if you ask something that you could do for me, if I had free time, I would work on those killer videos, right? Too, but I don't, I don't have a full day to spend on YouTube. Um, yeah and but now i'm just thinking about the yeah. you don't have a full day to find a killer product either yes right right so that kind of stuff is it, it and now i'm starting to get what it takes because if somebody is saying they spend 10 hours to make a 10 minute video i bet they're spending 10 hours to find one discount gucci mm -hmm. right it's not that easy to find it's like yeah. oh if i sold louis vuitton at a discount it'd be easy yeah but it's like where do you get it so this is a good lesson for us. So now what I need to do to help you, you should, um, can you send me an email, remind me of this? This is the thing. I have to help you find a killer item over time. So for example, you may not have 10 hours a day to work on the killer item, but you might have 10 hours over the course of a month. How can we stack that so that it is fruitful for you? Well, and we were texting a little bit before the chat too, and it had me thinking, and this was already kind of my plan. I'm trying, hopefully the palette can solve for the reselling aspect. So that's, you know, like maybe one weekend a month, I spend the four hours and I have my reselling stuff for the for the month ready. And then those other weekends, I mean, some of it you have to maintain, do um, like putting out fire type of things. But most of the other months, days of the month, I would be able to spend on YouTube, on branding, on whatever so i'm trying to solve for the inventory problem i don't know inventory it's not a problem but i'm trying to solve for inventory coming to me and maybe the palette will be that um but it's not a killer product by any means yeah so we will get there um thank you again for for having me on your show it's always a pleasure to talk to you about different things do you feel like you each each month i do feel like you're more calm even though the results aren't, aren't, aren't what you expect. Yes, but we also started at a very odd time because it was, I mean, You're we started moving. like, yes, and it was a pandemic, right? Yeah, um, that's true. So, it, I mean, it was definitely a very odd time. But I will absolutely say that working with you has definitely calmed me down and um, I, I'm not working as much. I'm making more money, but I'm not working as much. So it is, I mean, it is definitely helping. Um, I don't know that I'll get to the goal that we set because of a pandemic and remote learning. Um, also, I don't, I don't want you to be less impatient. You can be impatient. In fact, that's since I think that's your superpower because like I'm motivated <laughs> to really help you because you're impatient. So uh, I'm, I'm, I might be too patient. Let's just, let's mix a little with each other and get this a balance. Get this well, balance. Yeah, I don't see it as impatient. I see it as a drive. Um, and I have had to yeah. lessen some of that now be just because of the kids. Um, otherwise, teaching them all day and not being able to do what I wanted to do wouldn't work. Um, but I do want to be cognizant of your time. So I do want to make sure that I think we did touch on everything. Um, I don't know if there's maybe things that you had. Yeah, I'm, I'm looking at the list. I think we touched on everything. The big thing I wanted to look at was those eBays to see if you had any suggestions. Um, I mean, we usually have a couple of goals for the month. I don't know if there's any thing that came up that you were thinking 
I mean, are you still thinking 300 items on eBay? For, for your goal for September? Yeah. One, one day of one day of all day photography somehow. Well, so the photography could happen. I don't have 300 items to take photos of right now. Oh, so. So I would have to dang. spend one day either buying another palette and researching that or one day of shopping. So then that's two weekends a month, which is could happen. But then it's that's possible. Also, yeah. Yeah. But wait, okay. it's also two weekends not with your family. What were you going to say? No, no, it's just not. It's possible, but I think it would be at the sake of any kind of YouTube content or branding uh, or anything. What's the um, what's the weather like? It's it ninety yet? degrees today. No. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay, so it's not cold yet. No, why? No, I was just wondering if you if you could do garage selling. Oh, sourcing. Yeah. Um, I've gone to garage sales. I don't do. I don't. I can't get three hundred items garage selling. I have stores. I can, I mean, I can thrift a hundred, a hundred good items in four hours, Jeez, but that's you, my, but that's yeah. my weekend. That's true. That's true. Yeah. That's okay. How about you, 200? 200, <laughs> 200 is fine. I'm just thinking 200 is re more realistic. No, I'm just, yeah. I'm just thinking to myself, um, what does it take to get to a point where 400 happens maybe with, um, I think it's two weekends of sourcing and then this is not forever, but two weekends of sourcing. Um, actually, no, it doesn't work. It has to be ordering. Mm -hmm. You have to use those two weekends to photograph. There, there is no shopping if you want to do 400. Right. And that's where, so I think maybe my September can be get this. I, I don't want to just randomly order a bunch of stuff. That's not going to work for me. I'm going to be, a little cautious in that right because it's large orders so i think this month i mean my plan was this month get this up the palette that i have i'm it's all behind me that's why i'm pointing there but to get the palette that i have listed and to start seeing what's selling i'm sending a little to thread up i'm going to do this live auction i'm going to post on ebay and poshmark to get an idea of where would be best to put my time um and how it's selling and then maybe in october say okay that is your source right because that's the issue now is having the inventory come to me. I can take photos all day. I just don't have inventory to take photos of. Yeah, this, this is this is what I want. I, I'm just thinking to myself, 400 items for 100 people. So that gives me, of course, you would be box in the top five people I send stuff to. Because this is, because it would be perfect. Because if you can do a... Um, a grand a week with 10 hours i mean that's like maybe a little bit greedy maybe not maybe it's not greedy maybe it's efficient it's up you know what i'm gonna i'm gonna i'm gonna change my mindset it's totally reasonable because it, it's it's because you've already spent the time to get good at your business you just need the stuff yes. to come to your store that's it. Yes. Yeah. Just starting out, there's no way I could have done this, but because yeah. I've spent the time putting into it and there's no way that if I was remote learning and starting that I would be making what I'm making now. The only reason it is, is because I have, I already have 900 items in my store. Right. That's right. Yeah. All right. Well, All I right. know I don't want to keep your wife waiting. Um, no so I do appreciate this. I think um, we can touch base if 
you can send me inventory or even um, ideas for that. I think that's kind of where I'm at with everything. Okay. Um, getting inventory to me. Thank you so much, Chris. I hope you have a good night. Take and care. happy anniversary. Yeah. Thank you. Take care. Yep. See ya.